Hello and welcome to yet another episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week we pick a few news items relating to US colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade, college counselor. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to US colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io/coronavirus. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. Hi Shweta. Hi Venkat, how are you today? Doing well, doing well. July has gone by. That's all I can say. It really flew by fast. I know. It just seems unbelievable. <laughs> how quickly time is flying. Yeah. Um Okay, so um yeah, it's not you know, July from any other year. So it it is a different time. Um I think the first first thing that we probably should look at is, you know, the study about different infections in different states across the country and how, you know, it's changing decisions. I mean, obviously, states have changed um, the reopening of businesses um, and colleges are also in these places are rethinking them. So how do you think all that is going? <clears throat> Um, it's probably going as anyone would expect. It's frustrating and disappointing, especially for students. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, you have staff that you have to consider. Um, there are different age groups and vulnerabilities. There's just so many factors that universities have to take in consideration. Mm-hmm. That it's just such a complex situation. I don't envy anyone um, having to you know, maybe backtrack on decisions that they made back in June. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that it teaches us is that, um, you know, for example, states that decided to open up end of April, early May, um, caught in this big, you know, outbreak in July. And so um, everything seems for the short term. So it says that, you know, you have to be nimble, you have to be willing to change your decisions and, you know, just digging in your heels doesn't necessarily help. So um, I think, I think that, that, you know, faculty, you know, given that their average age of tenured faculty is something like 55, um, puts all those people in the sort of vulnerable spot. So, so I think, I think that, um, you know, colleges that aren't already thinking aggressively um, have to rethink if they were going to open, um, you know, bring everybody back on campus. Yeah, it's it, it's unfortunate that they have to kind of revisit the whole thing. I, it, I guess, and the problem is every state is in a different, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. So they're, and they're all handling it differently. So some you know schools are are going to go in person and you're wondering how is that possible because you live in a state where almost every university is going online mm-hmm. so it's it's uh 
it's a difficult situation. And unfortunately, this is kind of the path that we've been on for the past. Oh, my gosh. It's been four months. Probably more than yes. that now. Yeah. So <laughs> beginning of March. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. So you know, I think that compounded. Um, I mean, one is of course uh, the different uh, number of infections in different each state. Second is sort of different uh, mandates as far as um, different types of protections people should be taking. Right. Masks are mandatory in some places. In some places they aren't. And um, and then. Uh, campuses may have their own sort of uh, policies, so it's 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 really really complicated. And for someone coming from, it doesn't look like international students are going to be able to show up unless they have um, you know uh, on-campus classes. So um, given that it's the domestic students who have to decide between you know going someplace or you know doing it remotely. Yeah. Yeah. So it just continues on. I know, and and um, and you know, I don't know how much longer they have because um, you know, I know a bunch of schools are starting. I think August tenth or something like that. So um, it's it's not it's not very far anymore, and so they have to be prepared for all contingencies. So anyway, so that is um, unfortunately where that one is. Um, the second topic I thought, um, continuing on something we touched on last week is the ACTs, um, that they've closed all the registrations down. Uh, What's going on there? Well, that's just been a hot mess since they had to cancel the test. They put up, they originally published the date. I believe it was this past Monday, Mm -hmm. July. I can't remember the date, but. Um, and then it's just been one crashing system after another. They were supposed to give priority to students who have been trying to register for tests and they keep, or they were registered for tests and they're canceled Mm -hmm. and the system keeps crashing. Mm -hmm. So ACT has just been flooded with complaints and people posting on Twitter, particularly about all the things that are like just frustrating all these families. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately they just, they were not prepared and it's unfortunate that they just couldn't get their act together. They knew this was a possibility and they were not ready for it. You would think this was a surprise, but Honestly, this should not have been a surprise that it was going to be canceled based on how June and July have been going. Right, right. Yeah, I I just wonder, I mean, have they, I mean, they do have an online presence, obviously not for tests, but, and um, for signups and things of that kind. I mean, their biggest challenge would have been finding test centers um, or, or at least uh, not having dependable or reliable test centers because of situation on the ground. Um, but, um, well, they started off poorly when the test date, the July test date mm-hmm. was canceled in some locations and not canceled in other locations. And so you had, we discussed that last week yeah. where the families were showing up and the test centers were closed. Right. ACT should have told you 
kind of thing. So, and then they have test dates set up for the future and you could end up being in the same boat again. And it's, it's just the, the kids are already stressed as it is. And if they're rising seniors, they're, a lot of them are going to school online or looking at that possibility. Um, they have been working to prepare for the tests and they keep having to postpone it, which is an additional stress. So it's, it's just a big, big mess. And I don't see SATs. I don't predict SATs being any better come August as well, since that's the other test that's coming up. Yeah. Um, before ACTs. So it looks like that um, students applying for fall 2021, if they haven't already taken the test, they were lucky enough to get in early. I mean, before all this came about, uh, it's unlikely that they'll get a shot at it. It looks like. Uh, no, probably not. Yeah. Okay. So that's something that I guess they already should adjust to. Okay. So that's um, it for this week. Um, yeah, that's and... plenty. <laughs> I know. A really big, big topic. So we'll keep watching for the news. And um, like always, we'll meet up again next week and talk. But till then, take care. Thank you. You too. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. Stay connected with us by subscribing to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters. These podcasts are brought to you by almamatters.io. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.